Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. Joining me, as always, is your co-host, Jim. About a 7 out of 10. <laughs> uh, your co-host, Spaz. Wow, my voice. Hello. I don't know what's up with my voice. Damn. And your co-host, Hunter. <clears throat> yeah, I'm here, too. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um... Tonight, we're going to be talking about a topic that people have been asking us to talk about for actually a while. We The, the topic came up in our topic generation roundtable a while back, but people have been asking us to cover mobile games um, for years, and I'm just going to come right out the bat. I don't like mobile games. Well, mobile phone games, that's what we're going to be talking about mostly tonight. Um you know, like iPhone and Android games. You guys have phones, right? Yeah, y'all have phones, right? I don't like gaming on my phone. I never. I've so I. I rarely game on this thing. Do you guys game on your phones a lot at all? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> Whoops. I'm sorry. That was my bad. Anyway, sorry. I won't have your phones. Again. Like your phones, like play me, Brian. <laughs> I have games. You I son of a do bitch. A lot more phone gaming. You I used, used to do a lot more phone gaming. Yeah. And, and uh, during the development of Quintet, I did a lot with it because, well, we were right. a platform. So, right. Right. Necessary. Right. Um, it's, you know, it's weird too. I, when, when, uh, when I first got an iPhone, it was an iPhone 3G. So it was like a decade ago. I, I played a decent amount of games on that thing. I think because there was a novelty to it. And and then like, I when I switched to Android, there weren't many games for Android when I switched, um, which has changed thankfully. Um, but um, back when I switched to Android, its gaming selection was fairly garbagey, so I just never gamed to the thing. And I've tried to game on it since. And like, I don't know about you guys, but the only game I really like playing on my phone is Mahjong. You know the, the the tile game. That's like the only game I ever play on my phone. <laughs> well, I'll I'll add that there are plenty of good mobile games that have since gotten the PC port. Yes, and then that's true. That's I true. just end up playing the PC port because yeah. well, yeah, I do most of my gaming. I mean, the most uh, recent. You have um. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think, I think though, there needs to be an understanding that there is, like, a, a difference in mobile gaming when it comes to, like, um, your standard mobile games, which are, I, I would call, a lot of the monetization games. Yeah, it's and, true. Freemium. Um, yeah, and then, like, you're kind of, like, more in-depth style games that are sometimes... Um, there, there's some that are deliberately made for mobile in mind, and then there's some that are like clearly ports of other games into the mobile space. So, like the latter of that would include Kotor, for example. So you can play Knights of the Republic right. on your phone, right. and shockingly, it plays well. Um, you can even play like Grand Theft Auto Three and San Andreas, uh, the Final Fantasy games. A lot of those have had mobile ports that are just you know you you pay a one-time flat fee for it and then you just play it you can play it on your phone right um yeah you know, then, then you between, have between premium and freemium in that case yeah 
Uh, I mean, there's some games though that you you can buy that do have some of those, you know, uh, pay to win mechanics or DLC mechanics. But you know, some of the some of the free games too are more about harvesting your day. You got to watch out for those. Um, but you know, I got to thinking about you know when it comes to mobile gaming, we've we've certainly evolved, right? So. You know, mobile gaming back in the day, like uh, as far back as I can remember, there was what I think Snake was one of the first ones, like you know, on the Nokia yeah. brick. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, you know, which was you know pretty much a very simplistic arcade game when you think about. It. Um, you know, it's kind of evolved from there to you know when you had the um Blackberries, you could play like Solitaire and stuff like that. You know, I guess when you got like the little uh, what do they call the? They they weren't tablets. They weren't blackberries, but they were kind of sidekick, like pocket like PCs palm. or Palm Pilots. Yes, thank you. Like Palm Pilots. Oh yeah, I had a play like solitaire. And I had like one that. of those. I had one of those, and I played like Star Space Trader on that thing, or Drug <laughs> Trader, whatever that game was. It was like the gravy same thing. Trader. Yeah, like you remember Gravy Trader? Gravy Trader? What's that? Yeah, it was that was the joke uh, that PC gamer always used to have was Coconut Monkey was working on his new game Gravy Train. Oh God, was that what that was about? Oh God, yes. I remember that. I never understood. I never got that but, joke. <laughs> you know, so it wasn't good. Going, it was just there. So I'm kind of going down like this history, almost of like where the mobile game space has gone, right? Because. The mobile game space really didn't kind of blow up until the introduction of the iPhone, the original iPhone, when you had apps, right? Apps was like the new the new thing. And then after a while, Android, you know, came out and then you had apps for Android. And those kinds of games were definitely um, in the freemium style of things. There were a lot of like your puzzlers like Bejeweled and stuff like that. And, you know, and as things went on, you know, you had Flappy Bird, which somehow somehow that guy made so much money in such a short period of time for such a simple, simple game. Um, but like now, like I pull up the games folder on my phone and I'm just going to like list off a, a few of the things that I have on here. Now I don't play all these all the time. I, I have a lot of them for a rainy day and I check them, you know, every now and then, but like, um, for example, I've got Arvok on here from the, Oh, what's what's his face? Yeah, I wanted to ta- I wanted to talk about him, um, folks. I'm not sure if you're aware, but the guy who had made um, the Evacron and Arvok games, he's moving to mobile. So he has two games now on mobile: uh, Arvok Command, which is kind of a real time strategy game, and Arvok Space Combat, which is uh, in open beta right now, and uh, it's is it's. it's is combat game basically it's this exact same game as the combat Nevergron, like exactly. But it, but it's all the all the time commitment stuff is like torn out of it. Or- yeah, basically, like well, there. If you recall, he is he's had he's had multiple series, and one of them was Arvok, Arvok, uh-huh. and there were like two or three of those games on PC, and those were like more Wing Commander style. Uh, linear campaign uh space combat games with they weren't the open trading games of the ever of Evercron. And that's basically what these are. Or uh is like a linear campaign space game. Uh it's pretty impressive actually. 
Um, but I just wanted to throw that out there. It, it also makes it. I just wanted to throw out that it kind of makes me sad when you see a, a, a celebrated PC developer giving up on the platform, like um, TK, the guy behind Third Wire, the Strike Fighters games. He's get, pretty much gave up on PC, and now all his flight sims are on mobile, and he's got a space game called Star Vector that is on mobile as well. Um, um, I, so, well, I, well anyway. Yeah, well, going going through real quick, just like because I've I've actually been exploring the mobile gaming space for the last year or so, especially in the last six months, I've been really curious about it because you know there's there's a lot of times mobile games aren't necessarily like finding good mobile games doesn't always necessarily mean going to the uh, mobile devices store, right? So like I don't have to go to the Play Store to find mobile games because you can get mobile games in other places. Um, that are legitimate. I'm not. I'm not trying to say not. But like, Humble Bundle for a little while. I think they still do. But for a little while, they were putting out like yeah. deals for a lot of mobile games. Yeah, I haven't that, seen an Android. Um, I haven't even seen an Android bundle from them in a while, though. Come to think of but it, like that's, that's a good point. yeah, that's where I got. So there's a Catan for mobile, and oh. I actually loved the crap out of that. That's a lot of fun to play on. mobile. And you can uh, multiplay with it, where you can ha- like just pass your. So if like you're in a car ride, for example. You, know, you can pass the phone around and play Sellers of Catan together. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then, um, so so those those are like a couple of them. But you know, kind of moving up the up the chain to like some familiar IPs. I've got Mario Run on here, which is an interesting you know game. It's it's freemium. You can actually you can buy you know stuff if you want to, but you don't have to. Um, you know, it's it was one of those things where. I'm not playing the game for like hours on end, so I don't feel like I need to buy all this extra crap just to play. Like, you know, if I'm going to play it, I'm playing it for maybe like a couple of minutes while I'm waiting for, you know, myself in the line at the DMV or something like that. Um, you know, Mario Kart on, on here is the same way. Um, and those those games both are designed to be played like with a thumb. You know, you just use your thumb to to do what you need to do. There's no complex controls. It's very simple and straightforward. Um. So is it is it a Mario skin of like it could have been another mobile game like Cannonball or something? But I I wouldn't I wouldn't know because I haven't played any other mobile games that are like them. So I couldn't I couldn't tell. Well, is it like tap to jump and Mario just runs? Because that's kind of what Cannonball yes. was. Okay. Yeah, but like you can depending on the character that you have. So like let's say if you have like Peach, like she can hover. So like if you run and bounce off a wall, she can hover backwards a long way. So it allows you to get extra coins and stars and things in different places that you normally couldn't with say just so I mean uh-huh. there's there there's some strategy to it when you're looking at trying to get higher scores and stuff like that. So um I I do think that there is something to be said about that. Um but a few other games like I have on my phone are Galaxy of Fire 2, Galaxy on Fire 2. Good one. Um which isn't bad. I have uh, Fallout Shelter, which is kind of fun. It's you know a nice little uh, management game that I actually thoroughly enjoy. And again, you can pay for unlocks and upgrades, but you don't have to. I don't. And it's on Steam too. And it's on Steam too. You can actually on Steam and on Bethesda Launcher too, if you just have the Bethesda Launcher on your. Um, and it's free on both of those locations, so that's a good one to note. I I have Hearthstone on here. I don't really play it anymore, but I for a little while I was playing Hearthstone, but I still have it on my phone. 
Um, and I also have the Legends, the uh, Elder Scrolls Legends on here as well. Um, Didn't they just announce their um, like freezing development of that one? I think. Yes. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I saw something about that. Yeah. Um, but to kind of like run, run Elder through. Scrolls Legends, the one that they showed, like, I don't know, like two E3s ago. And it was like mobile phone Elder Scrolls dungeon thing. But then no, they're that's like, oh, it'll be cross platform. That's different. This is a card game. Oh, okay. If I'm thinking of the right one, I'm right. No, you yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, you are. You're th- I forget the name yeah, of the other one, but. Did thing ever come out? I, I don't know. I, uh, I, yeah. I will tell you guys what, nobody, though. Side note. screamed about it. so I will tell I you guys what, though. No. Side note. We got a Fire TV stick for our TV because we wanted Disney Plus, and none of our devices could show Disney Plus, so we bought a Fire Stick. And what what do you think the first thing I did was when I found out we had, um, Alec- uh, was it Alexa? Uh, I did Skyrim that. For, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did that Skyrim thing. It's actually kind of entertaining. I, w- I was having so much fun. My wife was like, what the heck is this? I'm like, yeah. it's Skyrim. It's great. <laughs> She's like, you're it's so It's a choose weird. your own adventure Skyrim kind yeah. of thing. And if you get Alexa for your phone, if you get the Alexa app for your phone, you can play like on your drive. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you, know what needs, oh, no. you know what needs oh, to happen? No. <laughs> somebody, needs, somebody needs to wire up AI Dungeon to alexa that, that would oh, be amazing. interesting it'll that happen yeah that, that thing happen. did you did you read the adventure that i had in ai dungeon i posted it at, at, at first i thought it, I, at first i thought it wasn't real until he showed me and i was like oh crap he didn't just make this up this is legit <laughs> yeah tr- it was, i was like it, it was like oh do you want to play as you know a rogue or or what and i was like yeah, yeah okay i'll be a rogue and then it was like I, for some reason, it decided to describe what somebody was wearing. Right? It's like, oh, you meet a man in town, and he's like wearing a green shirt and brown pants. And I was like, you know, adventure stuff, like get lamp, right? So I'm like, steal pants, <laughs> and I like stole the guy's pants, and then I'm like, wear the pants on my head, and it's like, okay, you're wearing your pants on your head. People are looking at you weird. I was like, no, no, not my pants, his pants. <laughs> so that, like, so that I was like, okay, screw it. There's got to be a castle around here. I was like, go to the castle. All right, you're at the castle. I was like, hmm, I'm a rogue. Steal the castle. And then it's like, Princess Leah runs up and says, why are you stealing my castle? I'm like, wait a minute, Princess Leah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so long story short, uh, I decided to chop down a tree with a herring. And, and it's like, okay, so you start chopping a tree and you notice there's a herring here. And I'm like, oh, we'll pick up the herring. All right, name him George. <laughs> it's like, okay, you name the herring George. He looks at you weird. And I was like, um, I don't know. We we just met Princess Leah. Train George in the ways of the Force. <laughs> I turned him into a Jedi. The game is actually we dead. Had, Sorry, we I had a, a, uh, a galactic adventure. George and I. The game is down. Because of high download costs, it's like a victim of its own popularity. Apparently, way to go, Jim! You, you broke it. <laughs> I broke that shit. I was Appar- just like, "How much can I am- abuse this freaking thing?" Because it'll just believe anything I tell it. You know, it's like uh, make a lightsaber. Okay, you made a lightsaber. All right, train George in the ways of the. Yeah, that would be a great oh, mobile thing. That would be a great mobile thing to have. Like when you're driving, just a voice-activated choose-your-own-adventure thing. 
Well, yeah. That's what the that's what the Skyrim thing is, and I and that's I what I'm bet, saying. You know, that's a great idea. <laughs> you know, I bet there there could be more that that come from that. But um, to to quickly run through the the the, the nitty gritty of the rest of this, I've got Minecraft on here, Pokemon Go. I have uh, PUBG and Fortnite on my phone, of which I have wow. yet to play on my phone, but I hmm. have them on. I do have Theotown, which is an excellent city builder for the phone. I've only played it on PC, but I really like it on PC. But so I have to, I have to agree uh, with you. It's actually really good on, on mobile devices. Um, I it. And then from the Humble Bundle that I had from a while ago, I have Star Command on here, which is also a pretty good mobile game. And then right. I found out about Pixel Starship, and I was like, wow, way to rip off Star Command. Because that's how it feels like. Yeah. Then, yeah. um, then, then to to get to some other interesting ones, I have old school RuneScape on my phone, which is exactly how that sounds. Wait, RuneScape? Like the old yep. MMO? <laughs> yep. The, the super old MMO. Wow. It's cross. It's cross platform, dude. What? I can. I'm playing with people on PC. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's that's that. That's pretty great. And then um, I have Star Trek. What's this one called? Timelines. Uh, Fleet Command. Oh, Fleet Command. Fleet Command. Timelines and Trexels. Yeah, and there's Trexels. There's Trexels two because they don't have Trexels anymore. There's Trexels two. Um, there's timelines, but Star Trek Fleet Command I would say is like a watered down mobile version of Star Trek Online without any of the ground stuff. Um, but none of the space stuff either. But it's, it's like its own MMO. It's like its own Star Trek MMO. It's kind of like a really weird. It's definitely freemium though. Um, but I enjoy it. But again, like I'm not. I don't think of mobile games necessarily in like you know the, some of these freemium ones. They're not really meant to be played for long periods of time anyway, right? But you know, if you have longer periods of time. Some of these other ones I've listed, like Star Command, for example, or even Minecraft, you know, KOTOR is on here. You know, you got, you know, an hour lunch break, play some KOTOR. Um, Theotown's pretty fun. And then I have Vendetta Online on here still, of which every now and then I will log in and check out. And then there's also, uh, I've been dabbling in Second Galaxy, which was supposed to be hailed as, like, an Eve Online like game, but I, irony would have it, Eve put out a mobile game of their own called Eve X, which is shockingly really good. Really, it's is in it, beta. Is it totally separate from Eve, or yes, is it a yeah, and you'd and you'd have to, you'd have to make it separate from Eve because all the PC players would just destroy mobile, just because of the way the mechanics work. That's, with the, that's with very the, true. You know, with the primary one. Well, so I was just thinking maybe version. it maybe it could be like a a thing that influences the universe, but you're not like in combat. Oh no, Th- this is supposed to be like a mirror universe, or like uh, they're they If I, I'm probably butchering this, but I feel like I remember them saying that this was like an alternate reality or something. So everyone has. Okay, so you uh, get like ten installs of blue stacks, and you have like. 10 different clients running all across your monitors and you can like multi-box the mobile. Well, 
Well, the the one thing is, since it's in beta, the one thing they haven't really talked about, or at least I have not, is how are they doing the um, financing for this game? Are they going to make it where you have to subscribe to this as well? Um, are they going to make it to where you can play f- to a certain level, and then after that level you have to pay more? There's the the financial model hasn't the, really yeah. been fully divulged yet. It's surprise mechanics. That's what's going to be a surprise. Surprise. Yeah. I'm sorry. When you said uh, a, like when you said an alternate universe, I'm just like so everyone in Eve, but with goatees. Basically, <laughs> that that that's what I imagine. Hey, I've already got a goatee. That's that's important. Uh, so the mirror universe of you is clean shaven. <gasps> Oh, yes. that's, scary. Yeah, that's really scary. So, so I mean, those are. I've got a few more mobile games on here, but that's just like a few of the things that I've yeah. got on my on my phone, and a couple of those I I, re- I do regularly touch. So, um, oh, I also have Star Wars Command, which is also a freemium game, but I also enjoy it. So, Star Wars Command, huh? I'm downloading Eve Echoes now because, uh good good job on Google. When I looked when I searched for it earlier. I didn't find the play link. I was saying this before the show started. I found like a pre-registered link, so it's like I didn't even know it was live. Good job, Google. So here's can't even so find your own stuff. Things, so here's three <laughs> things I will say about Eve Echoes. One, it's in beta. So when they ask you to fill out a questionnaire, like every now and then they'll send you like an in-game email asking you to fill out a questionnaire. Because it's in beta, they're really looking for people's feedback. If I highly recommend that if you're going to try the beta, to give them your feedback. Um, Fair. Two, also that it's in beta, some of the things might not function the way that they're supposed to, and there's actually some dialog boxes that say that feature isn't like available yet. So right. like bear that in mind. So like player trading isn't available yet. Um, some of the market stuff isn't fully featured yet. Um, corporations aren't a thing yet, but you can friend people. You can go into combat. There's PVP. There's PVE. There's missions you can do. You can fit your ship, which has a pretty cool fitting uh, window. The way that they do skills is really interesting. It's instead of it being just a passive skill system, it's a passive skill system that's amplified. um, And as you unlock skills, you then apply that towards like tech upgrades. So like if you're at a if you're at a tech four level, then that means you're qualified to fly like cruisers or whatever. Um which is pretty cool. So unless you unlock that tech level, you won't be able to fly those cruisers. So it gives you a, a purpose and a goal of managing your skills instead of just being like, well I was told I needed to train these 14 skills to five and then I could do anything. At like in primary <laughs> Eve and, and right. this, you know, it kind of gives you purpose of, of looking at your skills more and like making the skills a more active process rather than a passive process. God, when you said primary Eve, I'm just like, is there going to be like an Eve multiverse now? Like in the comics, <laughs> you know, where it's like, this is Eve 73, <laughs> this, this mobile game. And then whatever PlayStation 5 game is coming out, it's going to be Eve 91. And it's like, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Eve ninety one looks just like Star Raiders. <laughs> but it's got Brandon. So, it's got Brandon Routh as Superman. Uh, it's, sorry. So I so I do dabble in in mobile games myself from time to time. I yeah. I also know because I'm I'm a heavy Android user. I also have 
um, a few other things on my phone that let me play uh, not mobile games, but like emulated other things. Um, so there's that. And Android's right. a really great platform for that. Yeah, I have the Steam link for Android, but I haven't used it yet. Um, I have, and it's shockingly good. Really? Hmm. Yes. If your computer's on and like you have you and you've already connected your Steam link and you're like out and about, you can just open up your Steam link and you can like connect to your computer and start playing a game. Wait, not even at home, you just be anywhere and Yep. What? What? Yep. yep. That's dangerous because next time I'm at my in law's house I won't be talking to anyone. <laughs> I, I well, here's well, here's the other thing that I recommend because the new Xbox One controllers are Bluetooth now. You get uh, yourself one of those. Yeah, I have like one. I don't have any. It and and stick your phone in there and then. Oh. Uh, yeah, I've got a nine, I've got an nine, Xbox nine One. Con- yeah, I've got an Xbox One controller. I don't. I it's wired. I don't have a, any batteries in it. But so I love this controller. But I didn't even think well, about Well, then here's what you do. If you have a full battery, you get like a USB dongle adapter and you just plug your control. Oh, okay. Oh, that's. I kind of wish you hadn't Hashtag, told me that. Hashtag, Hashtag dongle life. <laughs> that dongle life. Uh, I really wish you hadn't told me that, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I, I, that, that's, but, da- that's dangerous but information wait. to have. But wait, there's more, Brian. What? I think, Do tell. The, I think the I think the mobile gaming space is is really going to start to evolve a lot more, especially when you. And and here's a thought that I haven't really explored yet, but I I want to pose it to you guys and and get your idea on it because I know you guys aren't like too into the mobile games yourselves, you co-hosts and maybe you audience. However, one one of the things that Google Stadia has kind of brought to my mind is, is so Google Stadia is 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 toting itself to be like you can play your games on any platform anywhere you want at any time almost. And I've been doing a lot of research and there's been a lot of mixed reviews on Google Stadia. There's some people that have had really like super positive experiences and then have mm-hmm. had like zero effects. Then right. there's a bunch of people that have been like, it's laggy, it doesn't work, and it all it's all dependent upon your location. I don't have a Google Stadia, but what I do have is my Steam Link app, and I do have an Xbox. And so I've done the Steam Link app, and I've actually even used, before the Steam Link app, I've gone to visit Jim and used a VPN to play like Quake from my home computer on my laptop. Um, wow. You know, and so... You know, so I have dabbled in the technology. I mean, even I'm sure you and Spaz have done the, you know, the the local co-op type games of like, you know, with with some of the technologies that are out there that let you do that. I know Nvidia has that technology that lets you play local co-op games over the internet with people. Steam has just added that feature into their feature set that lets you do that. There's another um, piece of technology called Par- um, uh, I'm going to screw it up. Hold on. It's called Parsec, and it allows you to also do the remote play slash local co-op. Yeah, I've actually I've actually used Parsec, and it worked amazingly well, like amazingly yeah. well. So the this the streaming technology is coming along, and when I mentioned the Xbox, there was another app called uh, One Connect or whatever, which was a third party developed thing. And apparently, I had it while I was in beta and didn't realize because now it's out of beta, and the guy wants twelve bucks for it. 
Um, and I said, nope. <laughs> and the reason why is because uh, Microsoft is putting out their own streaming app, which is going to be a, a dual purpose app. It's going to be kind of like NVIDIA's like GeForce app to where I could stream my own in-house PC games, or I could stream from their cloud service provider and uh, as a subscription fee. And xCloud is going to do the exact same thing with their streaming app. It's going to let me stream from my home Xbox across the internet to where I'm at, or I could stream from their streaming service, which is like Google Stadium. The thing that I'm starting to get curious about is because now that they're implementing a lot of these technologies and the streaming stuff is coming a long way, and it's not perfect yet, and definitely people that are in rural areas are going to have a lot more problems. My pet, my question I want to pose to you is, do you think that this streaming technology could be a pressure point on the existing, existing mobile gaming market? I don't think so. If, if if you make it easy for me to play my own games like via Steam on a mobile device, like with Steam Link and everything, I will probably game a lot more on my mobile device. Now, that probably won't lead me to buying mobile-specific games on the Play Store, but it will lead me to using my mobile device as a gaming device a lot more than I do now, if that makes sense. Sure. And I I would say I agree because I, that's why I got my Xbox controller and the little, like, connector thing for my phone. It's yeah. uh, surprising. Now I'm going to have to get one of those things with the clamp. Like, it's a clamp thing that, like, you put your phone in, the controller's on it already. Yeah. You're just yeah. get yourself a wireless controller, Brian, because you're going to be all it. over town. Damn it. And I can carry that in my bag. Damn it. Yeah, I carry mine with me to work all the time. Son of a... Oh, also the clamp, the clamp acts as a great cell phone stand, too. So if, like, you want to watch something... Oh, just that... Uh, people give me crap for making them spend money all the time because of <laughs> well, have, and and now the, I'm gonna the, give the you great cr- thing. Well, the great thing about the Bluetooth connection with the Xbox One controller on on San Android device, and I know I've, we're leaving kind of iOS out in the dust, and I'm sorry. Whatever, I who cares? From what I know, <laughs> but the but a lot of times these mobile games will also come with controllers. As a matter of fact, Call of Duty Mobile just added controller support. And I tried it out the other day, and I was shocked. Now I'm go- now I'm shopping for. A- <laughs> but was- um, oh my god, yeah, I'm about to buy a UPC, so maybe just add a controller onto that. Oh god, <laughs> would you like to add? Would you like to add a controller for twenty nine ninety? We're back in my we're back in my EB days <laughs> when uh. When when people would buy a game, you want a controller or a strategy guide or a. <laughs> I so I, I mean, I think there's a I think there's a precedent for mobile gaming out there. I mean, especially I mean we're we're really heavy the lo- we're really heavy in the in the PC realm, right? So I mean, it's kind of yeah. hard to for the for the four of us to really justify. It's just like, well, if I'm at home, why would I be on my phone? I've got this nice machine over there and my phone doesn't play StarCraft 2. It's just like, or I mean, or it could. Now, I'll grant there are a lot of games that I have in my 
Android library that have been over, you know, been ported over to PC since, or were developed, you know, uh, to be both mobile and PC to begin with. And that includes like the, the Tracy brothers games, star traders, um, yeah. the, uh, the battle void series, you know, for uh, first contact, I think is just on Android, but then there is harbinger and, uh, and Sector Siege, those are fun. Those are really fun games. And they they deserve more love, I think. Yeah, uh, those are great. Star Command. Agreed. Yeah, Star Command, uh, Star Command Galaxies is on PC. It's on Steam. Uh, the Out There games, those are both on mobile and on PC. Again, yeah. good games. Solid yeah. stuff. The latest one we covered on the channel, I think, was Subdivision Infinity. That was originally a mobile game. Uh, that recently came to PC and is actually a pretty good port uh, for the most part. That one's really good. And there's Galaxy on Fire 2, which Hunter mentioned. And unfortunately, the DLC didn't make it over to PC, but the base game did, and it's a solid game too. Yeah, see, I've tried to play some of these things, like Galaxy on Fire and whatever. I just, I'm never in a position where I don't have a laptop or my desktop or whatever, you know, and I, and I had thought, well, you know, like maybe if I'm laying in bed or something, it's just like, nah, I, I, I never have a setting where I would actually spend more than a couple minutes screwing around with something, you know, it's like, um, and I'm waiting somewhere and I got five minutes to kill, like at the doctor's office or something. That's about it. Well, that's where, that's where some of those, that's, Right, so that's where some of those other mobile games that I was talking about more come into play. You know, you got five minutes. I'm gonna. I have a thumb. I'm bored. I'll play Mario Run, and you know, screw it. You know, it's yeah. Like Puzzle Quest is is a right. good example because right. it's like okay, there's some progression to it, but it can be done in five ten minute chunks, and then I can just put it down and pick up where I left off. But I think games that require your engagement that you just can't. You know, like be like, oh, yep, yeah, hey, time to go shut it off and then pick it up where you left off before. See, I don't think those work really great on mobile. Well, and that's that's an interesting that's an interesting thing. And I was I'm glad you brought that up because this is actually going to go back to evac. So as some of you might be aware, having tried Eve or at least heard enough about it from me, that, you know, Eve Online in particular is a very active game in terms of when you're playing it right so i mean like if you're out doing a mission you know and you're killing npcs out in a belt you can't just be like oh they're calling my name on mexican line at the dmv i better like you know close my phone out and hope i don't die you would be you'd be wrong with the eve echoes game because like it's it's almost the exact same it's you know if i if i don't dock there's a log out timer and it's going to leave me out in space until, you know, a certain timer goes up. And if I don't get hit, it'll actually warp me off and log me off. You know, and if I and we even tried this out during the alpha with a buddy of mine who's actually playing it on BlueStacks. Um, you know, he he was in a fleet with me and I had to go. And so I closed it out on my phone and I came back two hours later and I logged back in. And we were still in a fleet together. I was like, oh. Yeah, we're that's, that's like the not, only that's the only great. MMO that I've ever played that was on mobile was uh, that Durango. 
which is kind of interesting. But it's it's kind of like uh, Ark Survival Evolved. It's a dinosaurs and crafting and whatever kind of thing, but it's very much turn based, right? So it's it's uh, I don't know if it was like Final Fantasy with dinosaurs and crafting, I guess. But it's it's definitely not a real time deal, and all the stuff that's like, oh, well, you can play this PC game that's on your phone, right? Like you can stream it to your phone. Um, I think that's highly dependent on how big your phone screen is and what the controls for the game are. If it's a gamepad only thing and it's kind of like you don't need to read text or anything, you're good. You know, like I could see like play hat and time or something. Sure. Um, but trying to play like Starcraft or something, you know, the, Hey, that's mouse control or anything. You got to read stuff. Oh. It's going to be well. bad juju. Well, I mean, there's there's also people who, who don't have PCs like us or game consoles like us. But they mm-hmm. got them. And I got to thinking, too, I've got this thing in the other room that I have hooked up to my Shield TV, um, which is the NVIDIA Shield TV, and it's the Razer turret. And it's their Bluetooth mouse and keyboard thing that is actually really clever. And I really like it. And, you know... See, I might actually stream stuff. I have two of those shield TVs, one for the living room, one for the bedroom, just because it's the best of the player things, um, but have never used it to stream a game. I've got MAME installed on both of them, right? But I even kind of rarely screw around with MAME. Um, well, you've got, you've, got, um, you've got an NVIDIA card, right? And so go into the NVIDIA experience and make sure your streaming's enabled, and then you'll have to link the two. Yeah, I've done it. I just say, like, I have the option to do it. I just never find myself doing it. That is is how I've primarily played through um, Mass Effect Andromeda. When I was living at my old house with that big projector room, (laughs) um, I actually played almost the entirety of Mass Effect Andromeda on that. Because it, I, for some reason, the game felt better to like sit and play with a controller on like a screen rather than at my PC. Oh yeah, definitely. Some games are much better living room experience. And so I, and I think that that's probably why I enjoyed Mass Effect Andromeda more so than a lot of others because it just it was like I came home from the end of the day and I wanted something kind of like just to relax with, and it was relaxing enough for me that I wasn't trying to invest a heavy amount of whatever. And I blasted through that game, and it was a lot of fun. So, uh, and I should, and that, and that was streamed from my and over Wi-Fi, mind you. Which, you know, if you have, um, if you have, uh, what is that? The the five the five G band Wi-Fi. That's that's preferred over the two point four if you can do it. But if can you, you get can't, full ten eighty out of it. I I did yes. Hmm. That's interesting. So I'm downloading this Eve Echoes thing now. I'm actually excited to try it. I don't know if it'll be. Yeah, any make good, sure you but... make sure you follow the tutorial. It's goofy, but <laughs> the other thing about Eve Echoes that I that I actually kind of like too is how they do the autopilot system. See, in Eve Online, when you autopilot, it actually drops you short of each gate, and then you have to slow boat from the gate to jump. It's to kind of it's like a it's like a penalty for not actually being at your computer and playing actively. You're taking that risk of maybe somebody might gank you. 
But in Eve Echoes, the autopilot quite literally just gate to gate to gate to gate to gate you like wherever you want to go. So like you can just be like, hey, I need to go to Gita. That's 30 jumps. Sweet. I'm going to put my phone down and go do something else. Come back in like five minutes and you're there. That's smart. That's better. <laughs> I wish I wish. Well, the, I mean, I, yeah, I wish the PC version did that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, there's there's another kind of market for mobile games that's I've been finding interesting is that people like are taking their older games and porting them over, uh, either in spirit or exact copies to mobile. Like there's a game on my phone called um, what the hell is it called? <laughs> Double Star Two, which is a point for point remake of the old Starfleet games. You know, like the old Trek games. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where you have, like, your ship, and then you tell it to move to this grid coordinate, and then you shoot at this grid coordinate, you know, that sort of thing. Um, it's like you, a, you mean, like, playing Battleship? Sort of, but, like, you, but it's like the old... Grid coordinate. But it's like the old DOS mainframe Trek games. Remember those? Where, like, uh-huh. you're the Asterix, and you move from, like, move two points... You know, northeast, and then fire torpedo at grid eleven, comma seven, and you know stuff like that. It is like that game uh, for mobile, and it's actually quite impressive. And you yet, know, to get me to get my phone out hmm. and play it is hmm. if somebody made a game that was Starfleet Command or Starfleet Battles, uh, like top-down, turn-based. Star you know, Trek I was looking game. through the Play Store, and there are games that are similar to that. I was looking; uh, I didn't, I haven't played them. There are a lot of really good-looking game, like oh, decent. Sorry, oh, sorry, to, sorry, go, to inter- sorry, to interrupt, go, but go. Uh, Jim, you were talking. You were talking about that Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, it's called Elder Scrolls Blades, and yes, it is available. Really, I haven't heard anybody screeching about it. So either it's terrible or and no one's playing it or it's okay and it's just mediocre and no one's it talking. It has about it. had over one million downloads. Whoa! Wow. It's just Todd Howard doing that himself. To me. <laughs> um, it is currently ranked at four and a half stars, four point two stars on Google. Wow. There are a couple of games that I wanted to mention as being fairly close to PC in their quality and depth. Uh, One is called Interstellar Pilot, and the other is called Stellar Wanderer. Um, I revisited both today, and I was actually pretty impressed at how... They're both Unity games, so that helps. Um, Yeah, I played Interstellar Pilot. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I played, like, for... 10 minutes right but i mean you play and you're like wow this is not a bad experience on the on mobile you know <sighs> so would you would you guys say that gaming oh, is that? The pr- was interstellar interstellar pilot and what interstellar pilot and stellar wanderer that's a hard one to say stellar wanderer the Wanderer. Yeah, Stellar Wanderer. Remember that from Remember that from Diablo 2? The Wanderer. I do not. I apologize. <laughs> mouse Tower, Mouse Tower. Darn it. Sorry. <laughs> That's the wife. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Um, <laughs> it's the best ringtone. She, she go to the sun to pick it's, up some beer. It's the best text tone ever in the history of anything, in my opinion. <laughs> God, it's such a great, great episode. <laughs> One of the best. Uh, so we, we've talked mostly about phones, but I wanted to talk at, at very least briefly about uh, mobile consoles as well. We don't do console. We don't talk much about consoles around here. Maybe that'll be another episode. We talk about console space games. There aren't a ton, um, but there are even fewer games, fewer space games, especially on, on mobile consoles. Like, uh, the Nintendo DS has a Star Fox game, which is not really a space game, but it's a Star Fox game. It has a game called Infinite Space, which is kind of a JRPG anime space thing. And it is awesome. I'm so stuck on it right now. I'm supposed to get past the gate, but I don't have enough money to pass. I can't get a job. So it's like, what am I supposed to do? Uh, I am super stuck on it right now. But it is awesome. You're right. It is awesome. But... I was like, I took a like, casual glance at like the libraries for the Vita and the Game Boy as well. And space games are really super rare on these platforms. And I honestly prefer playing mobile games on those consoles. Like I always have pretty much my 3DS with me, like at all times. I carry it with me everywhere. Um, I don't have a Switch yet. Someday I will. But I don't have a Switch yet. But I mean, I guess Rebel Galaxy is coming to the Switch, right? That's coming to the yeah. Switch. Yeah, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, right? Um, but yeah, for mobile consoles, there's barely anything, which is just really strange. I think. Like, can you guys remember any, like, on any kind of mobile thing you had? Do you, can you remember any space games in particular that you played? Because I, I I looked and I really couldn't find any besides the aforementioned. I mean yeah. the ones that the ones that we've that I've mentioned, no, there haven't been any I think the I think the one that shocked me the most when I first heard about it was Vendetta Online. I was like, wait, you can play this on your phone? Yeah, like that's, I, that's 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 that was the first time I was shocked. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad on the phone. But no, I'm I'm asking about mobile consoles like the DS or the 3DS oh, or the Switch well, or the or the Game Boy or the Vita sorry. or the PSP. No, it's fine. Um can you guys remember any space games for those cuz I couldn't really find anything. And I mean I looked. Mm, yeah, there's like barely anything there- for those. Well, if you if you want to get nitty gritty, there was some Star Fox stuff for the the DS. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm playing this. I'm playing. I forget what it's called, Star Fox Infinite or something like that on the DS, where you use the stylus as a controller. It is weird, but good, but weird, but good. <laughs> I really like it actually, but it's good. It's tough to play. <laughs> It's tough to play, but that's really it though. Yeah. That's like really it. It's, it's so strange. It is so weird that there's aren't more space games on portable consoles. I mean, there are a lot of sci-fi games. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, there's definitely a lot of sci-fi games for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But like space games, like specific space, like I get, Oh, right. 
Okay, here's the weirdest thing. Did you guys ever play the Wing Space Command? Invaders. Well, did you guys ever play the Wing Commander Prophecy port for the Game Boy Advance? No. It wasn't very good. <laughs> I was shocker. Yeah, I worked at EB when it came out, and so I'm like, I have to buy this and test it. It 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 it. Uh. And prophecy, no less. Had they ported yeah. Wing Commander one and two, they would have been good. That would have made more sense. That would have the because the, the flight model for those older Wing Commander games is perfect for a gamepad. It's like uh, 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 up um, right. the, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on a take. Apparently, for the Vita, yeah. there was a game called Super Stardust Delta. What? What? I've never. And then another one. That I guess you can also get on Steam. I guess they put... Okay, I don't believe this, but uh, someone here is saying they put Starlight Inception on the Vita as well. I have a hard time believing that one. Well, that game wasn't very good, so I'm I'm not surprised I forgot that that was on the Oh, Vita. you know what they did? What they did have, uh, it was on PSP and oh, no, uh, it was on Game the Boy Advance. Wow, holy, holy shit, sorry. Uh, yeah, PSP and uh, Game Boy Advance, I think it was, or DS. Uh, yeah, it was DS. Um, there was a Star Trek game that was on there. Yes, there was. Exactly oh, my God. And I own it, and I forgot completely about it. You're absolutely right. Hang on a second. Yeah, I have the DS version. Yeah, the the version that was on the PSP was way better. It was the same game, but it looked a hell of a lot You talking about tactical assault? I think so. Tactical assault. Yeah, and it was a stripped yeah. down version of Starfleet Command. Basically. And it's not that great. <laughs> it's not terrible, but also not great. Yes, I remember it now. I actually own it. I forgot I owned it. That's how not great it is. Yeah, that's a testament to. So why? Why wasn't it great? Well, I would say it's not great for the same reason that Star Trek Legacy isn't great. It was just very dumbed down. You know, I need to go back and dive into Star Trek Legacy because I... I've heard you guys say that, and it's been many years since I've played it, and I don't remember not enjoying it. Like, it's better on the console because you can use the gamepad, apparently. But well, on I the just, P- on the it's, PC, it's, it's right. Well, I mean, it's just been so long since I've actually touched it, and I don't have any negative memories of it. I need to go and see what you guys are saying. The voice acting was fine. I don't have an issue with that. It was just the gameplay was. If you compare it to the Starfleet Command games, which I, I played all three of the Starfleet Command games, it, it's lacking. It's very lacking in comparison. Oh, severely. Severely lacking. It's claimed to, it's only claimed to fame as the voice acting, and that's got, like, all these ships from, like, all the different shows. That's like, it's it's the story is not great. The controls on the PC are maddening. 
absolutely yeah. infu- infuriating. Uh, <laughs> uh, and there are no yeah. game, no gamepad controls, which is also you know, infuriating. You know what game? You know what game? I was really pissed that was shit canned when. Um, pardon my French, but like when Disney bought was there was this really clever mobile game called Tiny Death Star. Oh, did they shit can that thing? Yes. What? Language. It was was such a great game uh, because it was essentially like uh, it was like Tiny Tower, essentially, but in Star Wars and it was what? Hella fun. Really? Yeah, that's that's just super stupid that they would get rid of that game. It's it's like Fallout Shelter Star Wars. Right? So why why is that? And it was it was actually super adorable. Like all the little sprites for the characters were like really fun. Yeah, you're essentially like as you level up, you can build more levels onto your little Death Star tower and you like unlock all these different little things. It's it's great. And, it's and, kind of like what they do with Trexels, and except with, well, sorry. Oh wow, Crazy L! I forgot about this. Crazy L in the um, in the chat said that the Imperium Galactica games are available on mobile. I forgot about that. There is, uh, well, it's a series of games, different genres basically, but it's. Most of them fall within the management sim kind of thing, uh, made by Kairosoft, Japanese company, but they do have English versions of their games. And their most famous one is Game Dev Story, which it's still to this day, after so many years, is still hilariously popular because, well, it the uh, the pixel art style is adorable, and they use that style consistently throughout all their games. They have a few space games. Uh, there's Epic Astro Story and Kairobotica. And then they do all these other genre mixing things like run a ramen restaurant or uh, run a ski resort. And they're mostly premium. So you don't have to worry so much about the, uh, we'll get you in for five bucks and then you have to pay 99 bucks if you want to proceed. Now they don't really do that as much. Some of the freemium games do have that that ad supported um, subscribe to get rid of ads kind of thing. You could do that, but you don't really have to. But they make some awesome, awesome games. By the way, Spaz, I just found a dead-on clone of Birth of the Federation on the Play Store. Oh yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, Birth of yeah. the Empires. It is called. <laughs> And yeah, it looks exactly like Birth yeah, of the Federation. Yeah, down to the Elcar's interface. Yes, like like, <laughs> exactly. like goddamn. <laughs> oh yeah, about tablet games. Um, what was that Master of Orion one? It was like a perfect clone of Master of Orion two. I can't. Starbase Orion, but I don't think it yes. ever came to. I don't think it ever came to Android. Sadly. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, which which is a shame because uh Yeah, that that one money. that one looked great. That one looked really great and it never came to Android. It's like pfft, fine. Don't don't take my money. 
I've got money for you. If you don't want it, fine. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> so if we don't game on our mobile devices, what would you say we use them for the most? Uh, Porn. Porn. <laughs> I was about to say it, damn it, Jim's. Well, okay. <laughs> no, I was. I guess you only need one hand, so. I guess you only need the one hand so you can hold the phone with the other. I didn't even think about that, but that makes sense. Probably. I'd, I'd, the back I'd, of the toilet. I'd be, af- I'd be, I'd be afraid to, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, um, get the get the phone all crusty. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd be afraid. I was trying to think of a nice word. Pollute. Maybe that's the best word I could think of. Pollute the phone. Uh, <laughs> damage. Um. I use I use my phone a lot for work. As a matter of fact, there there's actually been days where I've been so busy that I use my phone quite literally for everything. Remote yeah. topping into like servers, computers, uh, managing tickets. You know, yeah, the whole nine. I've actually used my phone for. Um, I've got some home apps. So. Yeah, I I use my phone to keep up with the social with all the blog social media and all the news. That I have to collect and uh, Twitter. I have to be on Twitter, so it's like fine. <laughs> the phone is the best way to keep up with Twitter, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, I do. I also read on my phone, so like, yeah, I have, yeah. Um, that's what I was gonna that's say. That's the other. That's the other thing. I've sideloaded. I've sideloaded the Amazon store app store on my. Phone, mm, and yeah, and I've sideloaded the um, the Kindle app. Well, not sideloaded, but. Um, you know, I've got the Kindle app on here, and so I've got the... And that's actually how I have KOTOR on here is because I got a free copy of it oh. from the Amazon App Store. And oh. um, and so that's how I, I was able to get it on my phone was because I had to sideload the app installer. But, um, but yeah, I do read so, it on my phone, so, yeah. Is KOTOR at all enhanced on mobile, or is it, like, no. as gnarly as it was? No, but since it's on a smaller screen, like it's almost like you, you, it feels natural. It looks natural on the because it's all touch controls on a small screen. Hmm. It's actually a pretty like I mean like if if you're like you know someone who likes to read before they go to bed or maybe like you you, you do something to kind of tire yourself out in bed, like I'd say Kotor is a good alternative to that on the mobile device. Get to a point where you're just like, yeah, and I'm tired, and then you just close it, and you're done. Nice, yeah. I'd say reuse. Sorry, good. Um, I was gonna say so on top of like the home stuff, like I also use my phone as the remote control for my uh, Shield TV because there's Uh a Nvidia app for that that allows me to actually do that. Like, and I can even launch from my phone. I can launch the different apps on my Shield TV. So, like, if I wanted to watch YouTube, I just like hit the YouTube icon on the app and then I have the full on keyboard on my phone that I can search for stuff instead of using voice controls. If I don't want to like yell at my TV or, you know, since it's in the bedroom, if my wife's sleeping and I, you know, want to keep it quiet, like I can, you know, just type it out. Right. And I, and and as you were about to say, I also do a lot of reading on my phone. So, yeah. What about Jim and uh, Jim and Spaz? What about you guys? What do you, what would you say you, your phones are most used for? Well, in my case, oh, go ahead, Dan. Oh, mine's easy. I don't think I do anything but like Twitter and Discord on my phone. 
and mm, the yeah. occasional SMS because like for work stuff, because I get all my alerts and crud, but that's about it really. Uh, like the only time I really pull the phone out is like if I'm in the bathroom or you know, like if I'm at my desk, I got a machine. If I'm at home, I'm in front of a computer. So I just, yeah, other than that and podcasts in the car, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do use it. I do use Android Auto. Uh, that thing is a godsend. Really? Uh, yes. And the reason why is it, like, it simplifies everything into kind of like one area. So it's when, you, when you're in Android Auto mode and I have a mount in my car for my phone. So it's like I can have it navigate to where I need to do. I also have the Google Assistant stuff if I need it to. And um, it's also got quick icons to your audio. So like if you're listening to a podcast, there's like there's it's it's all nice and formatted. I can't recommend Android Auto enough if you spend at least an hour a day in the car. Yeah, my car's too old for that sort of thing. <laughs> it's, it? as, it's a 2008, so it doesn't have any of that nonsense. <laughs> Doesn't even have Bluetooth. <laughs> I had to I had to add Bluetooth myself. <laughs> Spaz, what about you? What would you say your phone is most used for? Uh well, I do occasionally game with the Kyrosoft games that I have on the phone, but it's it's really rare. Uh, most of the time, it's used for Discord or checking on yeah. uh, text messaging. That's mainly it because I'm I'm home all the time. It doesn't really matter to me. You know, I'm not out and about, so I don't really need to have my phone out. I just keep it with me, but I don't need it. It's funny. I, too, am now home all the time, and I still, even with the PC here, I have to walk away from it every now and again, but I still want to be connected. So I use my phone all the freaking time. A lot for reading, like... I have the Kindle app as well. I I just got the last two Expanse books because they were on sale, so I've been reading that. Um, but Discord, email, all that stuff. But and podcasts, lots of podcasts. Um, I think it's funny how none of us really said we use it as a phone. Well, yeah. <laughs> I I I so rarely ever use my phone as an actual phone. I don't know about you guys, but when I, I see someone, I swear come, to God, the last thing I want to do is actually speak to an right. I was about to say, I was about to say, like I don't know about you, but whenever I see someone actually calling me on my phone, like oh oh no oh no, please no. ninety percent of the time, <laughs> if I get a call on my phone, it's a spam number. Yeah, so yeah, pretty to the point. For me too. Like, yeah. Which, by the I way, know. did you see that they passed the whatever the heck it's called, the Trace Act, um, in Congress, where no. they're gonna lock, they're gonna clamp down on the whole robocall thing. Yeah, oh, it's like goodness. the only thing that the left and the right could agree on. It was like a, however many to seven was the vote. So, yeah. well, the, it, it's an issue that affects everybody who has yeah. a phone. Right, you guys yeah. all have phones, uh, you know, right? Yeah, and that's, I was actually going to end this with like there, there, you know, there's going to be that Diablo game for the phone, but mm. um, you know, I because cause my my phone's actually provided to me from my work, so like I've got a nice um, 
Pixel 3 XL, for example, that I absolutely love. And um, I do occasionally get like that one person at work who refuses to do anything but try and call or text me. And it's just like, yeah, it's great, man. Have you submitted a ticket yet? <laughs> it's like, stop calling me. <laughs> Submit a ticket. That's the only way you're going to get your shit done. Pardon my French. Now, I will add, there is one other thing I do use my phone for, and it's the Rift Tracks app. Because oh, I do have some yes. of the... Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. And it's getting better. That app. It's getting better. That That's app. true. That's true. It's getting better, too. They're adding more to it, like yeah. All the I mean, time. I have I have some of the, I have most of the the VODs, so I don't really need to worry about that because I have them on my hard drive, and I use the Plex app, and on my PS4, and then I just stream that way so that I don't have to worry about. You know, I'm playing a game on on my PC, and I've got the Rift Tracks app on the monitor on the PS4, and that works out great. But there are times you don't have that option, so that's what the app is for. Right. No, I, w- I was thinking the app is great because the last time I used it was to sync one of the jokes-only tracks with the movie itself. Like if you ho- if you hold the phone close enough to the if you have the phone close enough to the uh, the audio of whatever movie you're watching it'll sync up on its own, which is pretty good. Yeah. But, but when you don't have, that's, that's for when you don't have the video on demand option. Right. And a lot of, they have a lot, they cover a lot of movies where clearly they don't have video on demand, like twilight yeah, and star Wars yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and all that stuff. Is there a riff tracks for gone with the wind? Crazy L if there is, I need to see it. Because that would be the most insane riff tracks. <laughs> That'd be like making a riff tracks for Lawrence of Arabia, like, like really, <laughs> or uh, or Apocalypse Now, or something else really seminal. Like, can you imagine a riff tracks for Bridge Over the River Kwai? I don't know if I could. Um, so yeah, that does seem like a good place to wrap. Start wrapping this up. Um, so folks, there are a lot of decent space mobile games out there. We'll include the list, um, that I put together through tonight's show on the, uh, on the podcast entry on spacegamejunkie.com. And I want to apologize. I never put up the MP3 for our last podcast. I just realized that today. I've, I'm so sorry about that. Um, I think it was a th- maybe it was a Thanksgiving thing that might have been the reason, but um, yeah, I apologize that the last uh, episode isn't up yet. I'll have both episodes up this week, um, and uh, next week on the show is going to be our last podcast of the year uh, because the next two weeks are Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. So it's like, why would we do that to ourselves? Uh, <laughs> so um, so next week on the show we're gonna. Like, we just had a look back at the decade. We're going to take a little more micro look back at 2019 because it, it was a wackadoo year for not only space games, but gaming in general. Like, you know, not only did we have Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, but, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 finally came to the PC. Like, it was a crazy year uh, for oh gaming. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Exactly. Red Dead Redemption 2, so good. <laughs> 
I know. I need to get it at some point. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about next week. And then we'll put up a couple of reruns for the last two weeks of the year. I'm not sure what yet, but we'll put up something. So there'll be something in the feed. Uh, the If you haven't oh, subscribed... Huh? Nothing. Never what? mind. Keep going. I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. Um, uh, if you haven't subscribed to our MP3 feed, by the way, we were talking about listening to podcasts earlier. We do have an MP3 feed of this podcast. Uh, you can subscribe through Spotify and Stitcher and all sorts of things. Uh, iTunes. It's all on all the services. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. Um, and just, uh, let's see, just a couple of quick programming notes before we finally wrap up tomorrow on the, on the stream, we're going to be playing three different games as part of our new curator curiosity series. I get sent a lot of non-space games through my steam curator page. So we're going to cover some of them. Tomorrow is for tomorrow. For example, we'll be playing deadliest catch. The game is going to be one of our games. Uh, so that should be hopefully hilarious. Uh, Thursday, we'll be returning to far cry five in the morning. And then for the afternoon, we'll be playing some generation zero. It's going to be a very co-op co-op heavy day that day. And then Friday, we'll return to mass effect two. Uh, so yeah, fr- How are you fairly liking that, Brian. Huh? How am I liking it? I I'm enjoying it. The guy, the way the guy walk runs is still really taking me out of everything. Uh <laughs> but I'm enjoying the dialogue. Some of the characters are great. Uh I keep forgetting to use uh my teammates special abilities. So that's on me. <laughs> I forget I all the time. I keep poking you about that, bitch. Yeah, please, please keep that's poking me about out. that. It's like that and grenades in any game. I just never remember to use them. Uh, so yeah, definitely keep poking me about that because there are some fun special abilities in the in in Mass Effect Two, and I am enjoying it. Um, uh, and as always, folks, uh, we're trying to make Space Game Junkie a full-time endeavor. If you want to help out with that, if you possibly can, you can head to spacegamejunkie.com slash support, where you can find links to our Patreon, YouTube memberships, uh, affiliate links for like the Epic Game Store and Green Man Gaming and our merch store. Uh, it's all there on one page, spacegamejunkie.com slash support. Uh, I want to thank you for not only your support, especially from patrons, but just spending your time with us because your time is valuable. And we really, really appreciate you spending it with us because there are many other places you could be spending your time. Uh, And so, yes, it's wonderful you spend it with us. So thank you. And with that, we will see you back here on the stream tomorrow morning and for the podcast next week. Have a great night, everyone. Bye-bye.